Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. to E-Ticket to Broadway, where Broadway meets Main Street. <laughs> Here's your host, my pal, David Alpert. <laughs> You've made it to another episode of E-Ticket to Broadway, and I'm so happy you're here. Spelled H-E-A-R. Just a little podcast humor for you. It's like you're on the Jungle Cruise with this level of sophisticated entertainment. Now's a great time to be sure you're following the Instagram page, where you can take part in some of our online games and see photos of our guests at the Disney parks. On this episode, we're so lucky to hear from the genie himself. This man has been seen on Broadway in Hair, Elf, The Book of Mormon, Something Rotten, Mamma Mia, The Pirate Queen, All Shook Up, and Tarzan, and if that weren't enough, he starred as the genie in Aladdin on Broadway, on the North American National Tour, on the West End, and in an award-winning performance in Australia. Make way for Michael James Scott. Michael, thank you for joining on E-Ticket to Broadway. I know you love the Disney parks, so this is going to be super fun. Are you ready for this? Um, I mean, obviously, I am fully ready. I am strapped in my Haunted Mansion like <laughs> doom buggy like ride doom buggy to start the ride so let's go You're ready <laughs> so michael were you always a fan of the parks or did that kind of evolve as you grew older no thank you that's the end of the podcast interview yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh of course i mean i'm a florida kid so orlando is you know disney and all of the things that 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 come with that is part of my like it's 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 a part of me so always it's always been such a special place it's i'm such a believer in magic and uh, you know um uh, just the the love and the light that that is the brand of disney and so it just it it has always been such a uh, a special thing for me growing up do you have any early memories of going to the parks? I do. Well, you know, my early memories are really me, like, actually performing there. Yeah, that's um, right. And so, and, like, as a kid, uh, as well as as a, a young 
a young adult as I started to get a bit older. But so we, you know, we couldn't really afford to go to the parks when I was growing up. And so the way we were able to go was was me doing performing performances. And, and that was so incredible. And my parents were just so obviously like uh, that was a really special thing for our family to be able to go. And um, we would make it a thing, you know. So once I performed and then I got like I got free tickets to go to Disney, we would do a family thing and we would all go to Disney. And that was just such an incredible. Uh, those are some really, really cool experiences. We even did a commercial. We were the, the chocolate family for Epcot. Um, they used us for a, <laughs> for a, for one of their new like campaigns. And we were the chocolate family. OK, where is that video? <laughs> I know, I've got to find that. T- oh, my God. Well, it was like this. It was um, it was. um. It was actually for, uh, it was like a commercial, but it was also like a print campaign. So we were the chocolate family, okay? It was my, my mom, my dad, my brother, and I, which was amazing. It was so much fun. <laughs> Did you get to like go to Epcot for a few days to film it and, and oh, shoot yes. it? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So we were we got to be there like really early in the morning before anyone got there. And we got to, you know, like we were around and things were like roped off. We thought we were so fierce you know with like it like roped off and they were shooting and we were like i mean and you know i was living my life of course i think i was probably maybe 11 or 12 and i thought i i'm like you could not tell me anything i was like i am i'm like i'm 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 a relative of mickey and Minnie and all of them you know what i mean i'm like i'm i'm it so y'all better move aside Did they give you merchandise to wear? Did you have to costume yourself? Um, we we actually no, we had um, costumes there. So we they they had different looks, you know, for us to see. <laughs> and I had my opinions about my look, of course. Of course, like, it was like a whole situation. <laughs> you were like, oh, let's yes. talk color palette. I oh don't... yes. And I, and I told my family what they were going to wear. Like, I was like, well, you, I think you guys, you should do that one. We should do that. I remember the wardrobe person being like, what is happening? But I was like, I just think that we should do, you know, this way. (laughs) Just 11, just 11 and giving orders because I was like, I'm like, because I'm related to Mickey. So like, I don't really understand like why we can't, I mean, it should be this way. Do you remember any of the rides that you loved as a kid? Um, I loved uh, It's a Small World. Obviously, it's a classic. And uh, I, I loved that one. I loved, I actually loved Splash Mountain as well. Uh, and now it's amazing what they're doing and how they're changing it. And it's ever evolving, but, you know, just, yep. just as the world is, so is Disney, which is incredible. It's one of the reasons why I love Disney so much is because they do listen and they, they like to pay attention to, you know, things. So that's incredible, um, to see that evolution. I think those two are really my fun, but I really, I mean, really for me, it was like, when am I getting my turkey leg do you know what i mean like (laughs) 
<laughs> like the rides were amazing. But for, and, and and it was it was literally it was like I want the turkey leg and I want the the Mickey ice cream so then I can go watch the shows. For me, it was like the shows. The rides were great, but it was more for me. It was about the shows. My brother was he wanted to do the rides, but for me, it was about the shows. When you got to perform in those shows, was your like at half hour? Did you have a turkey leg to prepare? I mean. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's not good for you. I mean, there was, not at all. I think it was, I think there was a New York Times article about how much sodium oh. are in the turkey legs. Oh, oh, yeah. But you don't care. You know what I mean? Like you just, you, you're in the moment and you're like, I'm eating my turkey leg at Disney. Like, how dare you? You know, like your calories don't count. I like recently went, I, I'm trying to go dairy free and cut back on Ooh, sugars and my drinks. <laughs> But at Disneyland, it's like, yes, I will be having the chicken fazuli pasta at, at Pizza Planet. I will be having Coke all day. Yes. I will be having the vanilla ice cream and the Mickey yes. sandwich part. It's Like, you know, yeah. it's it's all of it. I, I literally just I just just did this um, at the Fest- Festival of the Arts down at Epcot, um, yeah. the Disney and Broadway concert series. And it was incredible. Before that, those those shows, which was I mean, this was just earlier this year. I was giving you a full turkey leg. I mean, it was across, like, the stand was literally across from the American Pavilion. So, like, I was getting my turkey leg and running. Full-on fans are, like, waiting to, like, you know, come and see the show. And guests are lining up to see the show. And there I am. And I get my turkey leg. And they, they're, Michael, and i waving, hey, y'all, how y'all doing? With my turkey leg. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Those photos <laughs> must be online. Michael, talk to me a little bit about which shows you performed in when you were a cast member at the parks. So when I was a cast member, so once I got like, you know, of age where I was an adult working there, because um, it was different as a kid doing special things um, there, that was a very different thing. But I was a part of the parades. So, you know, like, um, spend, uh, what was it? Phantasmic? No, not Phantasmic. It was Spectral Magic. Oh, sure. <laughs> um, and uh, the Electric Light Parade, the Christmas Parade, and then like the Disney, the the um, Every Day's a Holiday, on, on, you know, on the castle. Um, and then I did, um, I would do, there was like a, a so much, there was so much so many performing opportunities there, but they did a lot of, there was a lot of convention shows as well that used to, used to happen, you know, where there were big conventions that would happen and they would, they would hire talent to come in and do, do certain, you know, numbers or whatever. And so I did quite a bit of that. And then I also did uh, at MGM, I was like a part of like a streetmosphere and I would, I did like a, you know, doo-wop singing on the on the street you know giving you <laughs> 16 candle like you know just like just living my life 10 or 1 and being like yes i'm on the streets like let's do it Were you ever friends with a character or you were purely living your best life as a, as you? I was definitely, I was, so I was like in between Pluto and Tigger height. Okay. Right. Um, And there's, there's an amazing, crazy story of me, like 
and my mother. I, all I wanted to do was be like in the parades I had and like be one of the castle dancers. But I was a big boy. You see, I, I, I was, I was big, but, but meanwhile, I had the dance ratings for that all the, the fierce dancers had. Like I had the same ratings. This is very chorus line suddenly. Okay. And they were trying to like work, you know, work, work it out so that I could, I could, I could, I could do it. So one of the things they, they started with was like, okay, let's see if like, like if, like the character stuff like let's see if he can get into uh, now boo i couldn't fit into the ticker costume <laughs> so i kid you not my mother karen scott this miss karen scott took me home she got one of her girdles from her <laughs> from her dress okay. no, keep she yes. brought me to, uh, she came with me to the audition Took me in, like, this was a callback. Took me, they brought the Tigger costume. They brought the, the whole thing to the thing to see if I, could, if I could fit in it. My mother took me into the bathroom. She put that girdle on me, baby. I zipped up that Tigger costume. Tigger was a little plump. He had, It was like after Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I made it work. She made it work. And lo and behold, I was able to be in that costume i think then after basically they, they were like let's let's try we could do like the queen of hearts <laughs> <laughs> and that is one of the disney stories that makes me i like i live for it i live for it. i love that <laughs> did you ever you know if you were friends with tigger or the queen of hearts one day and you you know one of your family or friends came to the parks and could you kind of mess with them a little bit? Oh, yes. I always knew. I knew, you know, friends of mine who were, you know, doing some of the characters, like uh, some of the main characters too, like the Donalds and the Mickeys and the, you know, and then of course the princesses, like, and so I would, I, you know, I always loved, and I'm sure your um, your listeners out there, you know, who are Disney fans and some of your last past guests know that like, it's just like this thing when you go and, you know, you feel like you you kind of have like a little bit of a like different walking step when you know pe- people, you know, like when you know the characters. <laughs> and so I would be with friends that would go and I would give them like a wink and they would do like extra things. And I would talk to them and be like, okay, like, so when you see me, like, what, if, like, what if you do? I'm going to, I'm going to say like, hi, oh my gosh, Belle, it's nice to see you. And you're going to, you're going to like respond. Like I was really giving them a full scene and my the best thing about it is that they always did it. <laughs> <laughs> and my and my friends who I was with or family I was with, they were always so impressed. And I again I thought I was like I was like, well, I'm related to the character, so like I know what's going on. And here we go back again, eleven year old, you know, Michael, just like Yep. <laughs> but I feel like the the characters in the parks are, are part of what makes the Disney park so magical. Oh, yes. Absolutely. They make them magical. They make you, you know, you immediately, no matter what age you are, go into this. It's like this Disney, you know, the fun Disney world, the trance that you get into. This is like this Disney thing in such a wonderful way. Um, And you just become so uh, elated and, and filled with so much joy and nostalgia nostalgia and 
all of the things um, that you that you love, and it's what make Disney so special. And those characters, truly, you see them from down the the, the corner, and you run. You know, you run to them, and it's just so beautiful. You push kids out of the way. Child, you push them like, out of the way. And you're, you know, the strollers, you're running over strollers. You're like, no, I, I'm going to meet Captain Hook. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm going to meet him. So I need for you to step aside for a second. <laughs> Do you have a favorite um, character that you've met in the parks? Oh, gosh. Who's my favorite character I've met in the park? Like, when I was growing up? Or, or last month. Well, it was fun. To, it was fun to see. What was fun is like when I did a, I, you know, I had a tour. I've been very, I've been very blessed and very lucky to to be able to experience Disney in many different facets. <laughs> from from literally a comp ticket where we did, couldn't afford to go to being, you know, a, a VIP guest, if you will. I'm like, I don't, I hate saying it, like I'm very important. Like, no, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. And and that and I because I appreciate it so much. I am like. I, it, it's like I take it very seriously and what was fun is like seeing you know they set up a, a meeting with like the genie and Aladdin and um and Princess Jasmine and it was fun like to have that fun interaction and they it, th- that part was that that was that's been that was really fun and of course obviously a private a private meeting with Mickey come on yeah that's the best or I'm giving you fist bumps with Mickey come on Michael, if you were to do a concert of just Disney songs, Mm. which songs would be on the set list? Well, that's funny that you ask that. I'm actually thinking about doing that. Um, I think you should. Yeah. So... I mean, definitely go the distance uh, would be on there. Uh, a friend like me, uh, a whole new world. Those, mm-hmm. would be, but then I would do like, then it would be like, colors of the wind. For, so I, I love Pocahontas. I love Pocahontas, and people are always kind of surprised by that because it's, it's interesting. It's not like one of the most popular from from a lot of people, and it is. I was obsessed with it. the music, the like, I just, I, I love the music of Pocahontas. Um, and so it would definitely be Colors of the, that would be in there, Colors of the Wind. And then it would be like, you know, some, uh, some, something from Hunchback, like out there, you know, that kind of a thing. Then it would be like, just like an old school, when you wish upon a star, you know, um, like that kind of a, that kind of a moment, I would probably give you some Lion King, you know, here and there. And then to like really kind of like shake it up because I think that there is something historic about, uh, you know, Br'er Bear and Br'er Rabbit and all of the the stuff that is it. And I actually would love to sort of explore um, that and what that could mean. And so the bare necessities actually would be really fun. And, 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 And just sort of like, it would be it would be fun to really explore it and see you know 
knowing where where it came from and and just like what it what it is now so that would be kind of my fun thing but i would do a whole take it would be done michael james scott way you know it would be gospel-y it would be uh, very song and dance there would be lots of brass (laughs) you know and drums and lots of like you know there would be of course like some ridiculous feel of like a, a string s- section where all of a sudden like we're like wh- we're in strings now and I'm like giving you a full musical interlude of just like strings and then I come back in I want adventure the great why somewhat you know what I mean like <laughs> I'm ready for this and I'm like ready to sit through the four hour concert that's shaping up I'm there for it I've got my turkey leg yes. I'm ready <laughs> My next question is shared with one of our listeners, Alana. Uh, Let's say that you are granted three wishes to make your perfect day at Disney. What three wishes would you wish for? Oh, goodness. Well, the three wishes would be, uh, obviously, turkey legs all day. Um, (laughs) I would also love to be able to offer, like, with kind of like a little bit of a, like, a, a a fairy godfather or some kind of a thing where I would be, uh, I would offer like a free, you know, you get to, you get to go past the line and, you know, find, find some families and, 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 and let them pass the line and they get to go into the ride and they never know who did that. And so I would love to kind of go through the park like all day and do that kind of a thing. That would be one of the wishes. Um, and they never know. They never know why they got to get to the front of the line or whatever, whatever it is. And then the other thing would be for like, you know, an inner city school or something that that's never gotten to go to Disney that I could go with them and and show them Disney. That would be a wish to get to 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 do and take them on a crazy crazy day like that would be a perfect day that's really nice i took a very different direction after the first answer it was like turkey legs and then making so many people happy <laughs> it did right it did go different. it did oh silly we'll be right back oh what's the big idea with these commercials oh, what's this You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Michael, it's time for Fast Pass Answers. I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. It sounds a little hesitant. (laughs) I mean, you know, well, well, listen, I'm strapping into my Haunted Mansion. (laughs) I'm ready. You know, technically, I do want to point out, technically, you cannot strap yourself in. They lower the bar for you. You're right. They're lowering the bar. You're right. Apologize. So let me be your ghost host. Maybe I'm strapping into the the Splash Mountain seat. That's what I'm Okay, great. (laughs) Michael, who is your favorite Disney character? Pocahontas. Name a character in Aladdin. The genie. Favorite Disney princess. Oh gosh, Princess Tiana. I Name mean... a ride in Tomorrowland. Oh, 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 oh! Buzz Lightly. Uh, 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 Space Mountain. Name a song from Frozen. Let it go. Name a Broadway show that Jessica Rush was in. Oh well, Time. Uh, I'm Gypsy. Are we done? Oh my god! Yeah, that was it. That was done. <laughs> Would you like to answer you. that final question in case Jessica listens? <laughs> time. <laughs> it was time. So you and Jessica Rush, our dear friend Jessica Rush, Broadway star, e-ticket to Broadway podcast guest, also a podcast host herself, um, also worked at Disney. You two are BFFs. Yes. Can you we- name any Broadway show she's been in? Of course. Hello. I Gypsy was one of them. That was her first, actually. Right. That was her debut. Guys and Dolls. Guys and Dolls. <laughs> Jersey Boys. Yep. Tina. That's good. Yes. Um, and Don and Summer. And Dear Evan Hansen. And Dear Evan Hansen. Oh my gosh. Of She's course. got range. Yes. Um that was well done. Uh I loved your response to name a character in Aladdin. You just lit up. You love that genie. <laughs> Who was your favorite Disney character? Pocahontas or oh, Princess right. Tiana. I don't know. I said, Poca- I said, I think I said Tiana. Pocahontas, favorite Disney character, favorite pr- Disney princess, Tiana. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, that Almost There song, I've said it. I love it. That's a yeah, great song. I live. I, I love it. I mean, my, uh, my character on Disney Plus, like, you know, you can pick your icon, is Princess Tiana. Yes. <laughs> That's a great question that has not yet come on this podcast is who is your Disney plus who avatar is your, Di- yes, it's a very important, wow. important. <laughs> Mine is Mickey mouse. Yes. Because dopey wasn't an option. It's time for some tough choices. Let's play Tweedledee or Tweedledum. Michael, this is everyone's favorite. Here comes Tweedledee or Tweedledum. I'm going to give you two options and you let me know which one you prefer. Are you ready for this one? Yes. Great. Tweedledee or Tweedledum, the monorail or the railroad? 
Oh, the monorail. Okay. Speed over nostalgia. Yes. Got it. <laughs> the monorail is so fast. I love the monorail. It's great. I think it. At Disney World, it's definitely more useful. Yes. At Disneyland, not it's, so much. That's exactly that. Yes, and that because I'm a yeah. Disney World boy, it's a bit you know there's a there's a thing. Also, in when you fly into the Orlando Airport, you go on like a monorail like to go to the next part. So it feels like you're already like getting started. You know, like it's like it's a part of it. You're ready. Tweedledee or Tweedledum, Abu or Iago. Ooh. Ooh, Iago. Okay. Because he made it into the musical? Because he made it into the musical. And because I love John Dara. Rivera. <laughs> Though I'll tell you, in that movie, Abu, when he steals the apples, it's I so know. sweet. Abu is, ama- Abu is amazing, too. <laughs> Tweedledee or Tweedledum, The Seven Dwarfs Mine Train or Indiana Jones? <gasps> ooh, 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 ooh. Indiana Jones. Oh, I didn't expect that. Yeah, it's fun. Okay. It's kind of a, it's fun to, yeah, yeah. I mean, Indiana Jones is an incredible ride. It's so, it's, it's, yeah, I love it. Have you seen Bones, the skeleton wearing mouse ears? No, I have not. You have to. It is the coolest thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. When I finally was able to see it, it was just wonderful i <laughs> felt like i had accomplished all of my goals <laughs> last one tweedledee or tweedledum friend like me or prince ali prince ali okay yeah i didn't expect that either prince ali it's such a be- I, I, yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you have a favorite lyric from prince ali uh i mean there's so many animals and- there's so many but i think I think, uh, uh, it's, it's the it's the segment. There's no question. This Ali's alluring. And there's a question. This Ali's impressive. Those entourage might be ex- uh, excessive. Uh, all those elephants at once can not quite unnerve. It's that. It's that. You know, everyone listening is singing along with you. It's very sweet. <laughs> Michael, you have traveled the world performing as the genie in Aladdin from Broadway to Australia to the West End to across the United States. And just like your work, there are also Disney parks across the world. So we're going to play a whole new Disney world. (laughs) I am going to share an event, something that happened at a Disney park, and I need you to tell me at which park it happened. So the choices will be Disneyland, Disney California Adventure, Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and then Disneyland Paris, Shanghai, Hong Kong, and Tokyo Disney. Oh, gosh. Okay. I have faith in you. And if not, you're doing great anyway. Oh, my gosh. Okay. No one can take away from you the fact that you performed the genie across the world. So you've already won. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. So a whole new Disney world, number one. Fantasmic made its world premiere at this park in 1992. At... MGM Studios. That is incorrect. It's not correct? It was at Disneyland in California. Oh, interesting. The original. Well. Okay. Fine. A whole new Disney World number two. Under the castle at this park lives a fire-breathing dragon. 
Oh. Oh. Oh gosh. That's You can always ask for hints. That's is that is that it um uh, is that in uh is that in Paris, Disney Paris? That is correct. Yes. That is in Paris. Okay. Okay. Well done. I should have asked, have you been to the international parks? I have I've been to yes, I've been to Tokyo and I have been to Paris. Perfect. Number three, the Festival of the Lion King premiered at this park in 1998. Oh, I think that that was, that was Animal Kingdom. That is right, yes. Animal Kingdom. Yes. Because I remember when it premiered, actually, and I had many friends in it. Yes, I remember. Yes. A whole new Disney World at number four. At the center of this park is Spaceship Earth. Oh. Oh. Is that in... Is that in Hong Kong? No. Shanghai. No. You once worked there. Oh, wait. Disney World? Wait, what do you mean Spaceship yeah. Earth? Epcot. Like, oh. <laughs> you know that big silver thing? <laughs> oh, my gosh. How dare you? I know. How dare I? Thank you for listening to this episode. Have a great rest of your day. <laughs> Okay, you're, you're doing really well, though. Originally Sleeping Beauty's castle, this park in Asia is about to debut a new castle, the Castle of Magical Dreams. Wait, that that's, that's Tokyo. No, is that Shanghai? Oh, it's Hong Kong. Fine. It's Hong Kong. Fine. I thought it was, I thought it was because it, okay, that makes sense. Okay, okay. Okay, you're right. You're right. This is a hard quiz. I'm giving it to you. Specifically because you said you're a world boy and I'm a land boy. So I just want to like yeah. in your face. Yes. <laughs> and then I thought you would get Spaceship Earth. I thought I was like helping you out. But <laughs> we're going to come back. We're going to come back. At this park, you can go on the Incredicoaster and watch World of Color. Th- that That's California. Yeah, that's California. You are right. California yeah. Adventure, Adventure, totally. Yes. I love the Incredicoaster. Have you been on it? I have. I, I, or did you go on California Screaming? I went on that, yes. The re-theme is really cool. Good job. Uh, we got a few more. Okay. Number seven for a whole new Disney World. The Tron Light Cycle Power Run is an awesome steel motorbike roller coaster at this park in Asia. So the Tron one... I would imagine that that's a Shanghai moment. Yeah. You are right. That is a Shanghai moment. Yes. <laughs> Looks really cool. We got three more. In addition to the Magic Kingdom, this resort features a land focused on the sea. Ooh. I have faith in you. You know this. You've been there. Yeah. That's a Tokyo. That's a Tokyo. Yeah. yeah Tokyo Disney Sea. Yes. Two more. Okay. How you feeling? Okay. 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 A whole new Disney World, number nine. This park is the only place to witness the Hall of Presidents. Oh, that's at Epcot. No. Is that wrong? It's not the Magic Kingdom. Oh, of course it's there. (laughs) I've all been there many times. Oh, my gosh. You have been to the Hall of Presidents many times? I, well, not, no, no. I have not been to the... The reason why I was thinking was because of the American Pavilion in Epcot. You're right. So it's a little bit of a tricky one, but okay, that's fine. Okay, (laughs) final one. Uh, 
<laughs> Sorry, that was that really tickled me. Um, a whole new Disney World number ten. At this park, the Great Movie Ride premiered in 1989 and closed in 2017. So that was that. That has to be was was MGM and now Hollywood Studios. Yes, you are right. You were ending with a bang. Good job. Thank you. Now let's hear from some of you. Uh huh. Michael, your fans on social media came running with questions for you. Here we go. G Dog Twenty Two asks, "What is your favorite Disney movie?" Well, G Dog Twenty Two. My favorite Disney movie, oh gosh, um, I think my favorite Disney movie, I, I, I mean, it probably would be, it might be Pocahontas. I love Pocahontas. But I also I love really Prince and the Frog. So I, I, I have one of them. Yeah, I think it's both of them. Wibbly Waffle asks, what was it like playing Genie in your hometown? Oh my gosh. Playing the genie in my hometown was truly the most uh, rewarding, life-changing, if you will, um, experience that I've gotten to experience. It was the most incredible gift from the team, you know, at Disney on Broadway, Tom Schumacher and Ann Court and Casey Nicola, all of them, and with their this 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 idea of taking me there. And it blew my mind to be able to go back home. I had never actually got, I had never gone on tour back through. I had, I hadn't done a tour in, I mean, 16 years. So um, to join in for that, I mean, P.S. I wasn't, but what people didn't know, I mean, it was truly a like moment in time. They took, they had me come down for three weeks <laughs> And and be the genie in my hometown. So I was. It was literally like they plucked. I they, I went and did a little rehearsal with the company, and I played the genie in my hometown for the for the run that we were there. And to be able to go back home to the community that has supported me so much when I was growing up um, was unbelievable. And it was an incredible way to get to come back home and. Uh, and give back. And now I'm, because of that, I am going back home and I'm doing a bunch of things. And, and, you know, there was a lot of ownership. I was this hometown boy coming back home to get to play an iconic role in, you know, this gorgeous, gorgeous performing arts center. And it was pretty, pretty incredible. You know, here, here I am a man of color who has, truly been like the product of 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 a community that really gives a darn <laughs> if you will for um the the arts and for young artists and i got to go home and after all these years come back and play the genie it was i i don't even it was unbelievable unbelievable that's so special. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm so thankful. I, I'm, I mean, I'll never, ever, 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 ever forget it. I think I know the answer to this next one. Sethridge.Broadway8 asks, what is your favorite snack in the parks? Let me think about it. Like, 
Oh my God, it's a turkey leg. <laughs> it is a turkey leg. <laughs> and everyone listening, if you look under your seat right now, there is a turkey leg for you. Oh my gosh, that's my dream. I would love to do, be able to do that. <laughs> well, Michael, look under your seat right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One last question from social media. ADZ Harps underscore 90 asks, what did you enjoy when you were performing in the West End? Oh gosh, I loved getting to do the West End because I had, so I had done hair on the West End, the revival of hair years before. Um, And uh, so to be able to come back to the West End, which is such a beautiful community and they so welcoming. Um, I got to see so many old friends. Some of the same crew that was on hair were actually on the crew for, (laughs) for uh, Aladdin there. But what what was amazing about that was just the, the the energy. It's the same energy everywhere in the world because of this because of the show and how much it's beloved by so many people. And the West End, there's such a a really cool uh, old feeling energy because because London is so old, you know. And this in like in these like really small theaters, it's such an intimate theater, and the show is so intimate that it. It, it there's just like a different feel of the show. So the vibe just was just pretty, uh, pretty incredible. It felt like I was telling a st- like story time to an audience, you know, like because they were so close. And so that was a really fun thing about being in London. Um, and also because you're so close to all Europe, you're, you know, you, on days off, you can literally take a train and you're in Paris or you're in Prague or you're in, you know, wherever. It's just that that part of it was so incredible to get to travel. It's like a real life Epcot. Absolutely. It's a real life Epcot. <laughs> It's trivia time. Oh, boy. Michael, here comes your trivia. Disney World has miles of underground tunnels connecting to different areas of the park. These tunnels are mostly used to provide an area for cast members to change into costume, take breaks, travel around the park undetected, and garbage is also collected. Do you know the name of these tunnels? Oh, my gosh. I... I... Yes, but I cannot tell you what that is right now. Did you get to go through them when you were a cast member? Oh, yes, member? because, I mean, I went through traditions. Well, then you you won. You I t- mean, screw the trivia question. You got to go through them. Yes. Oh, yes, many times. I mean, I've been down there many times. What is it? What are they called? It's called, I'm going to say it very slowly so you can beat me. The Utilidors. The Utilidors. Oh, wow. Chow, you just told me. (laughs) What's funny is at Disneyland, there's like a little version of that, very small. And I actually got to go under it when I was a cast member. It's like doesn't compare to the Utilidor in Disney World. Disney World is no joke. It's It's unbelievable. Yeah. And I do love that they have that, that you can really kind of come up into a new land and surprise. Cause like I was in Tomorrowland and if I had to get lunch sometimes, I would go to the in between and like that little turn by the Astro Orbiter, by the, uh, yes, yes, by the, um, the bathrooms there just for like two seconds. And I was so out of place in my costume. Yeah, obvious. <laughs> <laughs>
Michael, you touched upon this, and I, I love what you said, how Disney listens to the world and what's happening and how we can push our culture and society forward in a positive way. Can you share more about that? Gosh, well, you know, it's, 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 this time is, is so crazy on so many levels, um, but also so important. We are truly living through a historic time right now. We are living it <laughs> and it, whether we want to or not, you know, and what's been amazing is in this, uh, within this time, there's also been a, a pretty, a, incredible racial awakening in our country that is so important and Disney has always been on the forefront of so many things but what's been incredible and that I feel like that's that's happening is they are also in the forefront of of really listening and really stepping up and walking the walk and not just talking the talk. They, you know, there, there's all kinds of shades of color who people who work with in the Disney organization um, and also obviously guests. And so, and, and not only that sexual orientation, all of it, you know? And so it's incredible that they are moving with the times, even a big, you know, huge iconic brand like Disney is learning. And it's something that we all can learn from because even with a, a, a brand like that, they are also saying in their way, we still have work to do and, and, and they are doing the work. And so I, I am hopeful and I am, um, I am uh, honored and I am, I am I'm so, so moved uh, by the fact that they are listening. And so I'm excited to see where we go because this is not just a moment. This is a movement. And I, I am excited about where we all are going. And I'm, and I am honored to be a part of the, the Disney family and helping to make that change. I am a black gay man and Disney has wrapped their arms around me so over and over and over again. And I am grateful. And if you had told that little Michael James Scott, as we talked about the 11 year old <laughs> got um, with his family that years later, you know, he would be married to his, the love of his life to his husband and being supported by a company like Disney, who says, we want you to be you. That to me tells me, that we have moved the needle and that there is hope and that we are moving in the place we need to be moving. And I could not be more honored, more excited, more thrilled to be a part of that change and be a voice for that change. That's awesome. Thank you for saying that, Michael. Yeah. I just, you, you speak my language, which I really appreciate. Yes. Michael, what's the first thing you're going to do the next time you go to the parks? And why is it going right to the turkey leg stand? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? What What is the first thing you're going to you do know next what? time you go? The first thing I think I'll do when I go to the parks, I think it'll it'll be to just like walk down Main Street. I'm sure it'll probably be at Disney World. I know you're a land but it's okay. I love world. I support you. I see yes. you. I want you to know that spaceship Thank earth you. is a thing. Oh, in there you. Um, 
(laughs) (laughs) I think it'll be like walking down Main Street and like just taking it in. Um, I think in this time, it the 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 nostalgia of just that that kind of a thing. I think you take for granted, and there is a beautiful energy when you walk through those gates and you literally walk down Main Street at any park in any of the parks, and you and you feel the energy of this magic that is Disney. Because there is real magic when you walk into the, 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 those parks. It, it truly is. You feel it. So I'm excited to get to do that. I think that's what I'll do. And I will make it a point to do that. Even if I'm, you know, if I'm working or whatever it is, that I will take the moment to walk through the front entrance, not through a side, you know what I mean? Like make a special you know, I'm going to be the guest, like what is intended to be when you walk through the front gates of that, of this place called Disney and you walk in and you take in the magic that it is. I love that. I think it's intentional that every park we go down main street and see the castle, whatever castle that may be. And for me, it's always main street, which represents, you know, a civilization that's been created by humans but looking into fantasy and and what the world that we almost want to live exactly. in. Where we exactly. Exactly. Fly with Tinkerbell or you know go to the mines with the seven dwarfs. Yes. Um but for me it's it's I'm with you. It's my mom and I have a tradition where we it's when we turn the corner on Main Street and see the castle for the first time. That's that's where it's at. Love that. Well, Michael, thank you so much for joining on this podcast and sharing oh your love God. of performing there and you as an 11 year old at Epcot, this has been so much fun. <laughs> David, thank you for having me. It's, it's, uh, it's so fun to get to be a part of this podcast. I love what you're doing. It's so cool. I know that you're, you know, all your listeners out there are, are, are excited about it too. So thank you for creating this platform for us, all of us Disney nerds to get together and speak on it and enjoy it together and laugh and love and, and, and share the, the Disney light that it is. Thank you for saying that. We'll see you at the parks. Bye boo. Let's go to the parks. <laughs> Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 